Welcome to The Policy Shop, weekly conversations with public policy experts where we'll dive into the most important issues affecting all of us here in Illinois. I'm Hillary Gowans. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Policy Shop. We may have just wrapped up a statewide election, but another election is coming up next April, and the results will have more of an impact in your community than anything at the state level. The April consolidated elections give voters a chance to elect representatives for their local school board, which influences spending decisions that affect our property taxes, along with other important decisions about our children's education. Held in odd years, consolidated elections traditionally see exceptionally low turnout. In last year's election, some downstate districts only saw 6% turnout. Here to discuss why these elections are so important is Miley Smith, staff attorney and director of labor policy at the Illinois Policy Institute. Miley, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was a long preamble. Basically, the point was local elections are important. And I know that you have experience with understanding why that's so true. In your perspective, or from your perspective, why do you think that these April elections really matter. So uh, within these April elections, we're going to be voting on school boards. And that's just one part of this, but I think it's a perfect example of how much our local elections actually affect our day-to-day lives. We get so wrapped up as a society in watching what's happening at happening at the federal level and who's winning in another state. And we don't necessarily look to the fact that what really affects our day-to-day lives is happening at the local level. And school boards are one big piece of that puzzle. A couple of ways that they affect our daily lives, one big one is property taxes. Nearly two thirds of our property taxes go toward local school districts. And it is those school boards that make those decisions. They look at those property tax levies and, and they decide how much you're going to be paying in property taxes. And so that is a big one um, that I think we all feel in Illinois. Um, it's hitting us you know, in our pocketbooks every day. We have the second highest property taxes in the nation. If you want to have a say in how that is carried out, you need to vote in, in these school board elections and you need to consider running for school board yourself. Yeah, I think uh, one of the really cool things when these local boards are at their best is that everybody on them has skin in the game. And that's true at the state level, but it gets a little diluted. When you're at the community level, the local level, these are your neighbors. These are people you might see at the grocery store or the gas station or getting a cup of coffee. Like there's nowhere to hide. And I think the again, what the good thing about these boards is, is that I do think there's more of a willingness to work together because the outcome of what you decide or what you discuss, it, it there's a very tangible effect. And so I think that that is one of the positives too. Like maybe there's more of a willingness to work together. Right. There's definitely a lot more accountability at the local level. You're right. These are your neighbors. Um, they're the people whose kids are in school with your kids. Um, and we definitely saw how that played out, especially in the last couple of years, you know, we saw that local school boards, particularly members who had kids in schools, um, how they navigated COVID and how they navigated keeping kids in school, which, you know, those are a couple of other 
day-to-day things that they're big implications for our communities, keeping kids in schools. It's those school boards that decide whether or not schools are closed for things like a pandemic. Um, And we know that students have been harmed by teacher strikes and school closures in the past several years. That's something that those school board members have a say in. Um, And transparency, transparency in keeping parents informed. We all know that the best learning environment is a partnership between teachers and families. And um, to do that, Parents need to know what's going on in their school districts. So transparency is a big issue. And that happens at the local level with with your local school board. Yeah, And just a note, too, for anyone listening. So the local elections that we're talking about are going to be held on April 4th, 2023. And anyone who's considering running, they have to file their paperwork by December 19th. So even though the election's in April, Anyone who's thinking about running has to be thinking about it right now. Uh, to get on the ballot, you only have to collect 50 signatures from your from, from residents in your district. Um, to be safe, you probably need to shoot for like 75 to 100 because uh, there will be a pretty strict review of everything you submit. But that's why we're talking about this now, right? I mean, there are people, we've heard from over 200 people uh, in our community who have asked about how they they do this, how they get involved. Uh, it, I think that's really encouraging. What do you think? I Yeah, it's definitely encouraging. And I think it's something that is, is it, it started following the COVID shutdowns, but we're seeing it continue. And I think that's encouraging because it wasn't just a one-time thing where people were frustrated with their school boards closing their schools. And so, okay, in that election, we're going to run. It's continuing and we're seeing that build. Um, I think that we'll continue to see that building as well as we see test scores coming out. We know, you know, student proficiency, Illinois test scores in reading and math are still below pre-pandemic levels. We know that our enrollment recovery following COVID-19 has been very slow. Um, Districts with mostly remote learning following the shutdowns experienced an average two-year enrollment decline of 4.4%. But students that had mostly in-person learning experienced only a 1.1% drop. So as these numbers continue to come in, I think we're going to continue to see parents and other members of the community, grandparents that are interested in making sure that their voices, the voices of their families are heard at that school district level so that they can ensure that Illinois is on the right track. Yeah, I am really encouraged. I've looked at some of the messages from people who have reached out and it is, it's really is. There are grandparents, parents, neighbors of families who have kids who are, you know, directly affected. And what they say, what many of them say is, you know, I want to take a more active role in my community for my kids. Or um, I'm a former educator who uh, understands how important it is to be active in the decisions that affect our schools. I think that's awesome. And there are a lot of people who are disappointed with how the November 8th election turned out. Um, But I do think one silver lining that we saw was that when voters had options, so specifically for this example, when voters had options in terms of who they wanted to vote for, for their state house of representatives, um, even though voter turnout was not great, turnout was much better 
in districts where they were contested races. Um, and what that says to me is that it's important that so many people have reached out to us saying, I want to learn more about how I get involved at the local level. Uh, that, that's important because there are times when there are no challengers to a local school board race uh, or when there aren't even enough people willing to raise their hand in the first place to fill the board. Um, I think it's awesome that people have realized that we can't rely on outsourcing the decisions that affect us, that we have to, we have to stand up and, and work hard together. Right. And, you know, this is school boards are kind of the gateway into political involvement in general. So it's, it's a first step that many people have taken before they've launched into other political activities. And so not that that's going to be everyone's purpose in running for school board, but it is important to note, like, you don't have to know everything that's going on. You don't have to be an expert in education or an expert in property taxes. You just need to to want to be involved and want to make good decisions. Um, that's the basic need for a school district board member. And from there, you know, there are sources, and I know we we can help people as well understand how to navigate things. Um, but that's really what is necessary is that desire to be a spokesperson, to be a voice for the people and the kids in your community and to work hard for them. Well, Miley, I agree. We're going to keep track of how this goes. And of course, we'll offer educational materials and, and you are a large part of the movement behind that. So thanks so much for taking the time to talk about this. Uh, just a reminder, the April consolidated elections we're talking about, which will allow you to vote on local school board members, that's going to take place on April 4th, 2023. But if you want to run, the deadline to fill out your paperwork is December 19th of this year. And on IllinoisPolicy.org, we will have more information for anyone who wants to learn about how to make that happen. So Miley, again, thanks so much. And we'll talk again soon. Definitely. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. To keep up with all of our work at the Illinois Policy Institute and to sign up for our newsletter, visit IllinoisPolicy.org. If you like what you heard today, subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Policy Shop.